I'm Gavin Scott, your host. Welcome to the Stay Outstanding podcast, the show that shares wisdom and gifts knowledge, motivates you to be your authentic self, influences you to fulfill your true potential, encourages you to take action, and inspires you to step into your greatness. Welcome back, listeners. I'm pleased to introduce today's guest, Nicole Grinnell, uh, founder of uh, Boson Solutions. Um, what is Boson Solutions and how did you start the business? Great question, Gavin. Thanks for having me. Um, so Boson Solutions basically provides remote teams for business owners. So really what that means in layman's terms is a lot of time business owners find where they want to have either budget wise or time to hire one employee. Um, and they bring that person in and they're like, great, I've got the budget for 40 hours. And this person is now going to be my bookkeeper, my assistant, my social media manager, and the head of sales. And that person does not exist. So Boson Solutions is based off of the theory that you should be bringing in people for their skill sets. And you are only paying for the amount you need to delegate. So where you brought in that one person for 40 hours that cannot complete all of those tasks and does not have that skill set. Now we're bringing in a sales manager that works about 10 hours a week, a social media manager, an assistant, and you're building out your team remotely with us. What does that look like on a uh, financial perspective? Because obviously teams are expensive to build. And when people go and hire freelancers as you can today online and try and fill in bits of teams here and there there's some sort of economy of scale Mm -hmm. so we really believe that your revenue should always be labor and you should not have labor expenses but much like you said where people will try to like put a band-aid on it maybe get a freelancer but that's not operating as a team member so what we do is we say okay you know gavin you've come to us you need 10 hours of sales support we're going to bring in sally sally's great in sales knows how to nurture and make campaigns for your CRM. She's going to do warm leads for you, get it so you can close them. And she's going to come in and work 10 hours a week because that's your budget and that's what the availability has. Now that's going to ebb and flow based on the leads that are coming in. So if you've got a sales funnel that's wide open and Sally needs to work 20 hours, great. But that is tied to potential revenue. So it's really based on that. And then as your business is growing and additional operational support is needed, you can come to us and say, okay, great. Sales are great, but now I need a true executive assistant and bring in that. Amazing. Um, And how did you come about founding the company? Uh, What were you doing? Backpacking, bumming around on the beach? Uh, How did it happen? That'd be lovely. (laughs) Oh, I did not have some sort of premonition out on the ocean. Um, I actually came from small business, grew up in it. My parents owned it, had to work in their place since I was about 10 years old, went to corporate life, was an executive assistant, um, stayed at home with my kids. So I kind of worked all these different elements that um, make up Bosun. So when I left corporate life, I said, you know, there's kind of this gap where a business owner is needing this help. And then I've got this untapped workforce of either moms, empty nesters, um, women that are wanting just alternate career paths. So there needs to be some kind of blending of that. And so that's really kind of how Boson was founded. And we've been doing this now for over five years. Cool. Um, Let's talk about goal setting, because it doesn't matter really what your position is within an organization. 
all the way from solopreneur to CE, COE, uh, CEO, and everything in between. Goal setting is important. So how do you set the gold standard for goal setting? Mm, that's a great question. So one, we have to live it ourselves, <laughs> which is um, a, the big thing. And then also while clients are coming on, not only are we kind of understanding what they're looking to delegate and the role that they're hoping to bring on, but we kind of walk them through what is just a personal and professional goal to you? So what is the end result that you would like to see in delegating X amount of hours off to work? And then we start to build out that picture for them. So it can be simple as I want to have my lunch hours back. I want to be able to go work out. I want to make sure that I have time to go be with my wife. It could be whatever they need. Um, and we sort of start building that around and then continue to check in on them on how's that going? I know when Sally first started, your goal was to make sure you had 12 to one available for whether it's personal workout, whatever time you needed. Are you, are you doing that? Are you blocking that time? How is that going? So we kind of consistently check in on that and make sure that not only is work being taken care of, but personally and professionally, they are getting to where they need to be. How do you goal set for somebody else if they are so busy they can't goal set for themselves? Well, that's really what we want to provide. So being an entrepreneur or business owner is lonely, right? Like you're kind of on an island, you're making decisions in a silo. It's like, I mean, maybe this sounds right. So we try to schedule those times so that they have a space to truly stop, think about that, talk with someone about it. It's almost serving as a business and personal coach to say like, let's just pause for 30 minutes. What does that look like? When you think about where you want this year to end, what would that look like? How would Christmas break look to you? It would be great. I would love to just not be in my inbox and working on the holidays. Okay, so let's start backing into that. So sometimes it's just a matter of getting them to pause and create that space so they can even think about it. Awesome. How do you create space in your own life if you're busy uh, helping other people create space in theirs? Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely always that aspect of the cobbler shoes, right? Like I'm not going to pretend that I'm got goals <laughs> marked off every time. Um, but I say we will, we really do practice what we preach and that when we start getting outside of where we want our life to be for me personally, it's things like I need to be off when my kids get home from school. I need to make sure I'm not on the phone when I'm picking up at carpool and I need to be done until the evening when everyone's in bed and I can kind of reset and check in with work. So that's kind of a structure for me that I have in place. So the minute that starts bleeding over, I know we need to bring and help. Like we are just at a, a capacity place. We need to bring in more support. And that's immediately what we look to do. What would you say the top five problems that all business owners have that come to you for help are? As far as roles or just top five things business owners are actually facing? Top five things business or owners. All the above. Are yeah. Mm -hmm. um, number one key I would say is delegation. It's just when you've started a business, there is a mindset. It's not really out of ego. It's more out of dysfunction that no one is going to do it as well as you. And there's an element to that, that there's probably not going to have the same amount of passion as you. You started this business for a reason. They're not, an employee is not going to come with that same level. Um, so delegation is the first hurdle um, to really get through. Um, and then it just becomes really setting up processes. I was shocked when I first started this business to know how many business owners didn't know how to run a business. I mean, they may have a passion for 
um, you know, roofing. They may have a roofing company and they're great at that. And that's what they're doing. And they're great in finance. They have no idea how to run a business. So that was something that we definitely took for granted. Um, so just setting up processes. Um, bookkeepers, I think is just the number one thing people should hire. I mean, it is such a very small amount of monetary commitment. And if you don't know your numbers, you have no idea where your business stands. Um, again, was shocked to see how many people will come to us and say, I, I don't know if I've even billed the last six months. So you've got cash flow, but you, I mean, just so many things. So definitely bookkeepers. Um, and then really just listening to your team. I mean, it's, it's a lonely world and you want to make sure that you are definitely bouncing off ideas. I mean, I always say my team is the one boots on the ground. So if they're coming to me with ideas and they're hearing from clients or contractors and they're telling me this, like, I need to listen. Like they're the ones that are living this every day. So taking your team's feedback and allowing for a space for them to communicate with you. Delegating. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's hard enough for you to delegate. How can you expect uh, someone else to delegate um, or not rather, how can you expect them to delegate? Cause they should delegate. We should all delegate. That's the reality. Um, mm -hmm. It's a time value uh, equation. Um, right. But how can you encourage somebody that finds it difficult to delegate? Let's take for instance, yeah. the character profile of a perfectionist. Yeah. So I, I mean, if you boil it down, you can be a perfectionist and do it yourself, or you can have help and get the life you want. <laughs> I mean, it really is kind of, it comes down to that fact. It's like, I mean, I can preach to you all the tips I can, but the reality is you can either keep doing it yourself um, and assume, yeah, here's something I find is funny is we say a lot is you might actually be shocked that someone could do it better than you. And I think that might be the most shocking reveal of delegation is that you might get better results with someone else doing it. Um, but of course, I understand that hurdle as a business owner. Um, for me, it's not out of perfectionism. It's truly out of passion of I'm, I'm wanting to service customers right. I'm wanting to make sure everything's dotted up. Nothing's slipping through the cracks. But the reality is you can't do it all. And you need to trust your team. You need to invest that time in training them. Um, otherwise, you're going to be on the hamster wheel of running yourself into the ground. In there, I've done that. Always, totally. <laughs> um, how do you manage a, a business with kids? You obviously said that it's important to you to be home in time to uh, see the kids back from school. But what's the, re the realities of that? Because surely it just can't be as easy or as final as that. Yeah, I mean... I think when you set like pretty concrete priorities in your life, um, you just work backwards from that. So for me and my husband, like that has been a non-negotiable. I have been home with the kids. When I did go back into work and started the business, I was going to be there at taking them to school and picking them up. It was just a non-negotiable. So does it cost me financially? Maybe, probably, you know, if I was putting in 50 hours, would I be ahead of it? Probably, but that's not, money isn't a success driven um, quality. It's time. Um, we're really big on traveling and vacating with our kids. 
Um, I have a very small window with them home. So as my husband teases all the time, because I'm a workaholic at the heart, when they leave, knock yourself out, work 80 hours a week. But right now, this is the small window we have, and that has to stay priority. So yeah, I mean, in a practical sense, there's lots of times where I'm like, it's 3.30, I got to go, I'll, we'll schedule this time for Thursday kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, it, it happens. But when you kind of have concrete principles or things that are important to you, you work backwards from there. Um, I've got a concrete principle getting good sleep how do you get good sleep because <laughs> it sounds to sleep. me like you don't sleep no I get good sleep um I don't I don't know I mean you just if you're if you are keeping truly like what is success driven to you whether it be your your family whether it's time whether it's travel working out whatever that is then all priorities are going to kind of go backwards from there. So, I mean, of course there's long nights. Um, I don't want to say that there's not, and we value the idea of kids seeing that it takes hard work for things that we want to do. Um, but I go to sleep just like anybody else. Um, do you do anything special uh, in the run up to getting sleep? Do you, I don't know, have um, a hot bath with some essential oils? Do you do some meditation? Do you, watch television, which you're not meant to do. Do you, you know, do you do any of these things that perhaps some of these high-flying CEOs do? <laughs> I'm definitely not a high-flying CEO, but I do take a bath religiously every night. I find that that's the time to just completely wind down, ready to go to bed. Now, are there some nights where you're so busy? Do I take a shot of NyQuil? Absolutely. I do, Gavin. I'm not going to lie. If I got to go to sleep and I got an early morning, <laughs> but in general, it, sleep is not really an issue for me. So I, I'm thankful that way. Right. So now we can open up the can of worms. What are the issues for you? The issues for me? Um, ooh, that's a hard one. I would say I'm really, really protective of our internal team. I, they've been with me for five years, everyone. Um, and so bringing on a new hire is exceptionally hard for me to make that decision because I do value our culture. I value what our team stands for. I value how we are treating clients and our contractors. Um, so new hiring is probably the hardest thing for me to do to bring internally. Now on the flip side, side, it helps me really empathize with our clients because that's what they're doing. So in our recruiting and in our matching, we are taking all of those elements and really that we can understand we've been in their shoes. We know how this feels. A new team member is a big, big deal. And any other issues? Um, I mean, I don't know. What's the title of this podcast? Like, where do we go with this? <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't. I, I mean, you could ask around. I probably have a lot of issues, but no, nothing business related, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. So why don't you install a, uh, HR manager? Um, but we have a recruiter and we have an operations coordinator to kind of, um, serve as that. And then we have a relationship manager. So I would say we almost have an HR manager broken up over multiple roles, um, the relationship manager is there to kind of support the contractors, make sure that their needs are being met, um, both financially with their um, clients, that they we have a culture that's created. Um, we do a lot of internal things for them because working at home can be pretty isolating as well. So we wanted to have that dynamic internally. 
And then um, our recruiter kind of handles all those efforts and our operations coordinator serves as the person that makes sure everyone's getting paid, paperwork's done, all of that. So we've kind of got that broken up under multiple segments. Um, I'm trying to see where we can sort of meander with your issue or your concern that sits in your belly of hiring someone new, how we can make that process easier for you. Um, well, I would love to hear that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's where we're trying to meander to. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you have all the things in place. You've got the right structure and, you know, you go through your processes. I guess uh, if there's one thing that I'm going to uh, shock you with, it's going to be the lack of trust within your own intuition. Mm-hmm. You're trying yeah. for too much for too long. Yeah, that's funny that you say that, but probably not things I can say on air. <laughs> but I you, um, have you can say anything on air. Yeah, um, I oh, have. Will actually... Smith wasn't on air the other day. Actually, he was on air. He was on Global Air, and he said whatever he wanted to say. So, what's stopping you? Yeah, that's funny. Um, so I have always kind of led by my gut. I can make decisions very quickly. Um, I mean, I can like look at someone and know exactly what, what's happening there. And recently have just had some things that have really questioned that, really questioned it, not internally, not business related. And um, that has also been at the time of a hiring wave for us internally. And so that has for sure knocked me off my caliber. And it's been shocking how much it's taking me to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. When normally I'm like, I can talk to you in two sentences. I already know where this is going kind of feeling. Um, so some of that is trying to gain some of that confidence back. Um, a lot of help with from family and even internal team members. Um, but yeah, you're for sure spot on with that right now. Okay. Well, if you want to talk about it offline, you can uh, yeah. circle back around. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's funny. We uh, we talk about entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and all sorts of nerds. What uh, what's the most inspirational entrepreneur or nerd that you've come across? Ooh, the in most inspirational. Oh man, I should have prepared for that question. Um, well, I don't know if you would put him in this segment, but I, um, do you watch, um, Marcus Limonis no. on CNBC? He has a show. That's why I'm like, I don't, I mean, maybe he's, he's quite the entrepreneur, but, um, his way of handling business and people, I really admire. Um, it's sort of people first, which I'm big on. Um, in fact, he says people process profits. So, and just the way, um, he's not afraid to, I mean, you'll see him on the show, just like sweeping the floors. Like he's about hustle, getting in, working hard, hard work is always going to pay off. Um, all things I, I really believe in. Um, and I just love the way that he engages with people truly wants the best for them. And so he's definitely someone that I admire that I follow, um, secretly I've messaged him a billion times on Instagram about collaborating together because I just think he's fantastic. Um, and he's kind of a serial entrepreneur. Right. I got you. Um, what's the most inspirational sort of 
cause that you've been involved in in the last few years? Um, actually, it's a foundation that my parents started when they sold their business. They started a nonprofit and it helps in funding, um, fully funding adoptions for families who are able to adopt but are not able to financially afford it. So we're actually a corporate sponsor of the company, which has been awesome to be able to do. And um, they have fun fully funded over 400 adoptions. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, lifetime, so it's great. Lifetime actually, we adoption. have their, yeah. Wow. Um, we actually have their 15 year reunion this summer um, and we're going out to be a corporate sponsor for it. And it's awesome. It's been a great work to be a part of. What, uh, what's the name? Uh, sacred selections so if anyone listening wanted to make a donation uh they could just look it up and, and find a find a call to action button somewhere yeah there's a like paypal thing and venmo link and all that but it's sacredselections.org cool and um if you do make that donation guys maybe just reach out to uh nicole and uh express your uh your sincerity so that she knows where the uh where oh, it's come oh, that's from. very sweet um what an amazing charity that's just wonderful where are yeah, the uh the adoptions coming from from all ch children all over the world or all over yeah in fact um the ukraine situation has been really hard because there's a lot of ukraine children through this organization um, one individual um, who had helped in Ukraine um, with, you know, kind of facilitate a lot of this actually was killed in the war. And so it's been really sad to kind of get on and see everybody's tie to that. And then obviously these children have family members over there. And so, um, but yeah, it's all over um, a lot of U.S. based, um, but it's just a, it's a great, great organization. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, what a little gem we stumbled upon. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been, it's been fantastic and, um, you know, great work, but we come from a long line of workaholics. So it's been good even for my parents, you know, they sort of sold their business and immediately got into another one. And this time it's a passion project and it's just fulfilling a different need in life. Um, that's great. So, um, what other gems have you got up your sleeve that you're, uh, hiding from us? Cause I reckon you've got a couple of others. Oh man. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, um, as far as tips or anything, we're talking about life here, even as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a daughter. Mm hmm. Um, well, let's see. Well, as a mom, I mean, I think that, you know, there's kind of a misconception right now of being able to do everything and you just can't. And so I think there's just certain times in life that you can do more than others. Um, I've experienced that all along the way. I mean, my kids are 16 and 15 now, but um, so I think just being patient with yourself and, you know, I know when my kids were younger, um, you felt this need to like get back in and you, you want to get going and it's just not the time. So I think just being patient with the season and the time that you're in, um, and knowing it will come back around and you will be able to do things, but try to be present. I know that's like a word tossed around quite a bit, but, 
Um, just try to be present with those times that you have. Each stage is funner than the next one, but you know, just cherish that time that you have. Do you talk at the same speed to your colleagues, employees at work? Am I really fast? You are motoring away, girl. Uh, then yeah, probably. Because um, I actually don't feel like I'm talking fast at all. Um, I am a closet New Yorker, though. I've never lived there, but I feel like I would be fit. I would fit in really well there. So maybe that's part of it. Perhaps, perhaps. Have you ever been on holiday to New York? Gavin, I go there all the time. I love it so much. So when's the big move happening? Now, I actually say that that's where I would like to retire. People think I'm crazy, but um, I've at least convinced my husband. He, he works for a firm that's based in Manhattan. So um, I've convinced him that when the kids leave, we can live there for one year, which that will fulfill it for me. That's a good uh, starting point for any negotiation to, to get that agreed. Exactly. Yeah, I think that that's a good one. He's, he's a good one to compromise for sure. And you can worry about what happens after that afterwards. That's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Well done you. Well done you. Um, you've got kids. How many have you got? Um, I just have two. I have a 16-year-old and a 15-year-old. A 16 and a 15-year-old? Mm-hmm. You don't look old enough to have a 16 and a 15-year-old. Uh, well, I'm 41, so the math does check out. <laughs> I believe it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. And I'm feeling it, so. Are you? Well, you're doing a good job of hiding it. It's quite, well, thank you. It's quite interesting, actually. Hmm. <laughs> that I'm 41? Is that interesting? No, that you're, uh, that you're hiding it and that you're not. It kind of goes in line with what I was sensing with your intuition earlier. Anyway, um, any other comments around business freelancing? Because like, I really want like people out there that want good staff that are compromising on the quality of staff mm -hmm. to get in touch with you. So if you've got one one uh, sale spill up your sleeve, what would it be? Um, I think that if business owners can literally just trust the process of delegating and just start small. I mean, really how we started the business was the, the biggest barrier to entry is just five hour weeks minimum. So you're really talking about 200 bucks to just even understand how delegating works, what this could look like for your life. Um, when we're doing the strategy call, we try to really paint a picture of what this could be for you. Um, and you can cancel any time. So it's such a low barrier to entry that it's a great way to try to understand, get practice in delegating, practice in managing a team um, without the scary commitment of bringing in an entire um, team or a full-time employee. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how can I do that? Um, yeah. So you can go to Boston Solutions, which is B-O-S-U-N um, dot com. 
And um, you can just contact us on there. For any of your listeners that do reach out, we will waive the onboarding fee, which is typically $300. And that just basically includes their onboarding to BOSIN, their first hour of training. And so we'll waive that for all of your listeners to start. Awesome. Thank you so much for offering that. Um, one last question for you. What does stay outstanding mean to you? Oh, man. Hmm. Um, I think for me, it means um, keeping my drive. So I'm like a very all or nothing person. And if I feel like I'm too much to somebody, I'll kind of back off. Um, but I really find like, I really shouldn't be that way. Like if I'm passionate about something and I'm excited about it, or I think this is a good cause, like I just, I need to stay outstanding, like keep going. Like there's a reason why that's pushing you that way. Awesome. Well, look, it's been so great having you uh, today on the Thanks, podcast. Dad. Thanks so much for sharing your wisdom and your insights. And I wish you the best of luck with Boson. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Take care now. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed the content and got any value, please do like it, rate it, follow, subscribe, and leave a comment. You'll find us across all the social media channels, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All the links are in the show notes. It's been my privilege to host you today. I'm Gavin Scott. Until next time, stay outstanding.